Hi, welcome back to Let's Talk Forex. Thanks so much for tuning in again. This week, we're going to be talking about how to find the best broker if you're just starting out in Forex trading and what you need to look for. As always, if you have any questions, get in touch with us at podcast at fxguts.com. And you can also reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Thanks so much. Hey, we're back. How are you doing, Chris? Hey, Alison. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. My um, my boiler exploded last night. Um, so we're on uh, cold showers for everyone at the moment, which isn't much fun. <laughs> but other than that, other than that, I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I was just saying it's it's raining here quite heavily, but it's good to have some rain. Our, our tanks ran out of water a couple of weeks ago. So we were a bit stressed that we weren't going to have water, but yeah, it's raining, so that's that's always good. Yeah, but uh, we had a, a great episode last week chatting to Bjorn and Marlin, and um, yeah, I, I think the, the the listeners probably got a bit more insight into what we do and uh, how we operate and, and just the history of our company, which I thought was great. Yeah, it was a really good episode, um, and it seems to have, we've you know, got a lot of good feedback from it as well. So it seems that listeners seem to seem to care about us, which is nice because yeah, we care about you. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We really do. Yeah. Fantastic. What are we what are we speaking about this week? Well, we're covering a topic that we recently covered on YouTube. Um, and it's basically what a beginner should look for in a Forex broker. And I think it's quite an important topic just because um yeah, because it is it's tough being a new trader. Um, and there are a few key things that you have to look out for when you when you get started. Um, and something we always talk about, of course, uh, probably the most important thing to look out for when, when you're choosing a broker is ensuring that they're well-regulated. And the reason you want a well-regulated broker is that you can be sure that they'll treat you fairly. So beginner traders are very big targets for scammers because they don't have mm-hmm. um, you know a huge amount of knowledge yet. Scammers and usually on social media where they can't be traced will start to, I guess, fill their heads with lies and dreams of getting rich quick. So it's very important that when you do start trading, that you start trading with a regulated broker um, that you sure is is reputable and that and that you won't be scammed by. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we've we've done a video on this, but to check a broker's regulation, um, it's really quite a simple affair. Uh, all good brokers are going to have uh, pretty decent websites. And you go to the bottom of their website, and there across the bottom, uh, the very bottom in small print, will have their um, the name of the regulator they're licensed by and their uh, regulation uh, number, whatever that is. And it varies from country to country. Um, so like in the UK, the regulator is the Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA. And in Australia, it's ASIC, uh, the Australian Securities and Investment Commission. Um, in Europe, the number one regulator you'll find for Forex brokers is called CISIC, which stands for the Cyprus Securities and Exchange Commission. And then if you're in South Africa, the regulator you want to look for is the local regulator, is FSCA, the Financial Sector Conduct Authority. And um, all the brokers will have, depending on the regulator, will have the license, and they'll say it's ASIC or it's FCA, and this is the number. And mm. some scam brokers, you know, they'll lie about their regulation. You know, they'll actually, they'll make up a number um, and they'll put it across the bottom of their website. So it's always important to check back with the regulator too. And all the regulators I've just listed there, they'll, um, they'll, 
they have search functions on their on their websites. So you can go to the regulator, you can take the number that you found on that website and uh, and you can pump it into the regulator search box and voila, like the, the name of the broker should come up as regulated um, by that authority. So it's this an important uh, important thing to check. Yeah, we've created actually a video about that on how to avoid a scam. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll pop the link to that, that video in the show notes. And uh, once you've actually you found that list of regulated brokers, uh, you'll want to look for one with an easy-to-use platform. Um, we'll also pop a, li- a list of the sort of the top regulated brokers um, uh, for beginners in, in the show notes um, uh, with a link to that. Uh, trading platforms are, are very important, and they're an essential part of trading, and they often are very confusing at first. So most brokers offer MT4 and MT5, and some brokers have their own platforms, and the the proprietary or in-house platforms are often much easier for beginners to navigate. Um, so the differences between the third-party platforms like MT4 and MT5 um, are that they're they're sort of old and they're they're not very intuitive. Um, they almost look like uh, what what you what the old com- the computers used to look like in the old days with the sort of black backgrounds and the green <laughs> writing. Um, and yep. unless a, a beginner had a tutorial on something like MT4, it wouldn't be very easy for them to place an order, to create watch lists, or find their ways around the platform. But the reason brokers still offer these platforms, um, and the reason it is still a good idea to get to know how to use MT4 and MT5, um, is because it's still the most popular trading platform in the world, um, although it was one of the first trading platforms ever created. Um, so the one advantage of getting to know how it operates is and uh, create your own customized settings is that you can use it with multiple brokers and you can take your settings with you. So although it is it is quite outdated and uh, many brokers now offer their own platforms, it's still a good idea to get to know how MT4 works because if you move to a broker that um, only offers MT4 and MT5, then you you know you want to be able to know you want to know how it works and you want to be able to take your your settings with you. Yeah, exactly. And the same goes for the other platforms you mentioned there, uh, like MT5 as well. And then, you know, my personal favorite for long time listeners will know is Ctrader uh, is the same thing. You can take these, you can take these platforms with you if you decide to switch brokers. Uh, whereas, um, you know, proprietary platforms, as you mentioned, you know, they, these are built by brokers. Um, and they're built by brokers to be intentionally easy for beginners to use. Uh, you know, which is why I recommend for beginners start off, you know, if you're just starting off and you don't really know what you're doing, go to a broker's propriety platform because it's going to be much easier to use there. They're more modern. The charts are clear. You can find your way around the platform easily. There's often platform tutorials to help you navigate your way around it. So these are really great if you're just starting out. But as you say, Alison, like, I mean, if you're going to get serious about Forex trading, you do want to learn how to use MT4, MT5 or Ctrader. Uh, these are much more powerful. They have uh, many more tools inbuilt, and they can you can use them to switch between brokers. And once you get to know how to use them, they're actually um, very effective. Yeah, I, I mean, I also I, I love C Trader. Um, I think it's a fantastic mm-hmm. platform. But when I started trading, I I learned on platforms like Arbitrade. Um, Arbitrade has mm-hmm. got a really nice, easy to use platform. The charts are clear. It, it's like very pretty, so it's easy to like you know create your watches. It's easy to go and find the symbols you're looking for. Um, 
it's yeah, I, I loved using Arbitrate's platform, but I, I also got to to a point where you know I was I was looking for tools that I couldn't quite find. Yeah, so it does have its limitations, but but as a starting point, definitely these proprietary platforms are are excellent for beginners. Um, and another platform that I often use is XTB's platform. Um, XTB mm-hmm. I find also amazing. XTB's got a lot of different trading tools. It's got a platform tutorial. It's it's very intuitive. Um, so that X that's why X Station Five has has won so many awards just because it's it's such an easy to use platform. It's very intuitive. Like right. it's easy to to put all your trading. You know the the drawing tools are easy to find. Um, the indicators are easy to find. It's got an inbuilt um, news section. You know I, I I love XDB and and for beginners I think it's a fantastic place to start. And they've also both these platforms have um, excellent demo accounts. Um, with Arbitrade, the demo account ends after 21 days, but you can actually go back and and open a new demo account uh, when it does expire. Um, so you obviously lose your account balance and all that, but um, but you can sort of you know carry on practicing on Arbitrade for as long as you like. Um, XTB, I think it closes after 30 days. You might have to uh, open a real trading account and then carry on 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 trading on the demo after that. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend Arbitrate and XTB for beginners um, in terms of their proprietary platforms. Great place to start. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, thirdly, the thing that we recommend uh, for beginners is you need to find a broker with low trading costs and one that doesn't have uh, too high a minimum deposit. So as a beginner, you don't want to risk too much money. So we're, you know, like, we recommend often a starting deposit of around $200 if you're just... Uh, we're just starting out, and and many brokers they offer offer uh, things called micro accounts or cent accounts, and these are great for beginners. You don't want to risk uh, too much money. Micro accounts they'll let you trade in much smaller volumes than uh, normal trading accounts, and cent accounts they change all the USD figures in the chart will actually be in US dollar cents. So you're literally trading one one hundredth one one hundredth of what you'd usually be risking. So, look, you're not going to be making too much profit when you're doing that, but you're also going to be losing uh, a lot less too. So these are great um, for low-risk live trading environments, uh, which are great for great for beginners to learn with. Yeah, exactly. And it is important to just set your expectations. You know, don't worry about making money. Um, just worry about learning and not losing yeah. your money. I think that's a very important point exactly. for, for beginners yeah. when they start out. Um, so if, if you're looking at trading costs, uh, they're measured in pips. So you want a broker with sp- a spread of less than one pip on the euro USD, or a commission of around seven USD round turn. So what this means is that when you open a position in terms of the commission, um, you are when you open a position, you're going to be paying $3.5 to open that position per lot traded. Um, and the same when you close a position. So that's what we mean by seven USD round turn commission. Um, and if we look at uh, one of sort of one of the brokers with with excellent trading costs and one that you're definitely not going to be paying too much uh, on the spread or the commission is Paperstone. So it has no minimum deposit requirements, although it does recommend that you start with two hundred dollars because they know the risks of uh, with trading with with too little capital in terms of leverage um, and blowing up your account. Um, so its commission-free standard account has a spread under one pip on the USD. 
EURUSD. And then its commission is also, it's, it's seven USD round turn with a spread, I think, of 0.1 um, pips, uh, yeah. maybe up to 0.2 pips on the EURUSD. But another thing that you also want to check is the broker's deposit and withdrawal fees and if they charge you a currency conversion fee because this can also obviously affect your profitability. For traders in the States, this is often not a problem because obviously um, most brokers, the majority, 99% of brokers allow trading accounts to be opened in, in dollars. Um, but for traders in South Africa, you know, you, you're going to have to probably pay a currency conversion fee when you're converting rands to dollars. Um, but there are also clever ways to do that. But that's sort of not the focus yeah. of our discussion. It's just important to be aware that you are going to have to be a currency conversion fee if you um, transfer directly to the broker from rands to dollars. Yeah. And um, yeah, the next thing we uh, we often recommend for beginners looking for a broker is you want to find one that offers good education. Uh, yeah. This is for two reasons. You know, obviously, education is really important if you're a beginner and good education is going to help you. But also, if a broker is good education section, you know this is often a sign uh, that they are an excellent broker who are invested in forming a long-term relationship with their traders, and they want to see their traders succeed. You see, education yeah. sections, good education sections, they they take a lot of time and money and investment uh, that a broker isn't necessarily going to recoup. They're not going to make that money back immediately. It's an indirect investment. And what they're doing is they're investing in their clients. Uh, they're saying we care about you, and we care. We want you to succeed. So, we always take this as a good sign of a reliable broker for beginners. So, you're getting your when if a broker's got a good education section, you're not only getting good education, you're probably also getting a broker who actually cares about your yeah. your success. Additionally, we always look for education for both beginners and more advanced traders because you're going to become a better trader over time. And you're going to want to learn about more advanced subjects. Uh, so once you get past the basic stage, you're going to want to, you are going to want to look at technical analysis and fundamental analysis and how to use uh, various oscillators and indicators um, in your in your trading strategy. So it's always good to have a broker that you can trade with uh, for the long haul. Yeah, and then you need a demo account that doesn't expire. So you want to choose a broker that will allow you to practice and practice and practice until you've created a trading strategy that is consistently profitable. And this is absolutely imperative. I mean, it's something we can't emphasize enough to your success in the long term. And uh, we go into this topic in a lot of depth in another video. So we'll put the link to that video in the show notes below um, on how to use a demo account effectively. Because there are different ways mm -hmm. to use a demo account. Um, and some traders sort of just use it, you know, for fun and sort of as a gamble. But there are ways to really refine your trading strategy and learn how to use different indicators and find how different market events and, and uh, political sort of news announcements can, can affect the markets as well on your demo account. Um, so, yeah, mm -hmm. we go into quite a lot of depth on how to use a demo account in a video. And uh, I'll pop Fantastic, up those. Yeah. That link in the, in the show notes below. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, we recommend that beginners get a broker with really good customer support. You know, and after trading with a lot of different brokers, uh, we we have tested so many uh, customer service people, well, agencies, I guess, with the brokers, haven't we, Alison? Um, <laughs> yeah, we spend a lot of time chatting mm. uh, with these people and and depending on the broker uh, you look some of them are extremely well trained 
and polite and knowledgeable, while others just simply don't care. And then there's a lot in between as well. You get a lot of brokers with customer service who'll pick up immediately. You know, they'll pick up and they'll chat to you within 30 seconds, but they don't know. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. So, um, uh, so yeah. So you, what you, you want to, you want a broker, uh, have 24 seven customer support. Uh, they're going to pick up the phone quick and they're going to be able to help you with any technical queries or account, account queries or at least point you in the right direction or mm. connect you with someone who can help you. Uh, this is this is super important. So, and for this, I recommend uh, you go in and read our reviews of the brokers. Yeah. Um, unless you're willing to run through all the testing of customer service yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, have a, have a look at our reviews, and we'll always highlight uh, good customer service or bad customer service. And there, and another reason to you know look out for good customer services if you're having trouble withdrawing your funds or uh, you know particularly with withdrawing and and uh, depositing funds it's something you really don't want to have an issue with with the broker so yeah good customer support will make sure that they get that sorted out properly um, you know yeah yeah so in short when looking for a broker as a new trader you always want to trade with a well regulated broker so that you can be sure your money will be safeguarded and that you will be treated fairly. Um, number two, find a broker with a platform that is intuitive and easy to use. As we mentioned earlier, Arbitrade and XTD are optically good platforms to start with. Number three, make sure your broker is not overcharging you. Spreads should be about around one pip on the euro USD and commissions should be around seven USD per lot traded. And the minimum should deposit uh, shouldn't be above $200, you know, especially as a beginner trader. You don't want to overcapitalize when you, when you don't know you know, when you don't have a refined trading strategy. Then number four, find a broker with good learning materials in many different formats that cater to beginners and more advanced traders so that you can grow with your broker. Then find a broker with a good demo account that doesn't expire so you can practice trading until you feel confident and comfortable to, to open a real account. And lastly, number six, look for a broker with good customer support, um, preferably around the clock, you know, 24-7, available on weekends, that can help with all your accounts and technical queries. And I think that's yeah. sort of sums up, you know, if, if you're a beginner trader, where to start? I, th- I think that's uh, that's basically if you if you hit these points, you, you'll be in a very good starting position as a beginner trader. Yeah, you've given yourself the best possible chance of success mm-hmm. to start off with. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, yeah, I think that about covers it uh, for for this week. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Uh, next week, we're talking about the link uh, between inflation, interest rates, and currency prices, something that's very much in the news uh, at the moment. Um, so I think that'll be a quite an interesting discussion, a good intro to fundamental analysis uh, for a lot mm-hmm. of people as well, and uh, and a real... I think give people a real pointer on what's driving the markets at the moment um, and and hopefully help them make a little more sense of, of what's going on um, with the currency prices. So yeah, yeah thanks, that's, uh, thanks that's, as always, Alison. Oh, go on. Yeah, thank you, Chris. No, I was going to say that's your forte. Um, and I think you're very good at explaining <laughs> it. So. Well, I hope I'll so. We'll find out next week. Um, yeah fantastic Alison I'm looking forward to speaking to you next week too yeah great thanks so much Chris thank you bye